Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would love to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we like to build you so you can build others. We do that through our coaching, training, and speaking events. We also do that with these special guests that we bring to the podcast. On the podcast, Tracy is a mom, mompreneur, that's hard to say, mompreneur, and a brand identity coach on a mission to help leaders who are invested in creating authentic human experiences create a culture that represents their personal brand. She is helping leaders bring their authentic brand voices into their leadership strategies to create corporate cultures with human experiences at the core. Tracy, what a great mission. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you, Brian. I'm excited to be here. That's great. And uh, we started off with, you know, you're from Canada, so we have some different pronunciations, different way of measuring things. I, I was telling you that uh, what my first job, I worked with a Canadian company. They talked about projects and holidays, and I had to learn what a holiday was a vacation. So different pronunciations, but it's great to work with global folks. <laughs> yes. Uh, we do take holidays, but do, we do take vacations. I feel like Canadians pick this like weird split between like the metric system and what our friends in the South do. That's it. Well, I want to definitely get this podcast started off with our signature question here. What does leadership and being a leader mean to Tracy Borison? Uh I love this question because for one thing, I think that everybody experiences leadership a little bit differently. We all have had different leaders leading us in our lives, some that work for us, some that don't work for us. And when we think of leadership, all of those things play into that. And so for me, one of the things that's most important to me as a person and also in my work is authenticity. And so when it comes to leadership, that's also a very important point for me to kind of hang my hat on is if I don't feel like I'm showing up authentically, that I am being genuine, that I'm being true to myself, that I may be leading other people, but I'm not really doing it my way. And so being that fully authentic leader for me really is figuring out what is the way that works for you, working with your people to inspire them to do things in the way that works for them. And just, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm all about people being themselves. My tagline is permission to do you. And so I think a lot of times as leaders, we forget that that is still an available option to us in leadership. And it's important to be the leader that you were meant to be and not the copy of a leader that already was. That is wonderful. You know, you filled out your podcast application several weeks ago, and I like to remind my guests some of the things they wrote on their application. And you said a leader is someone who takes action to inspire others. And inspired action is based upon helping people connect with their passion and connect with their corporate goals. So yeah, connecting that uh, passion and corporate goals is a, is a lovely thing. Love to see more businesses do that. And then you said, so leadership is the space where that is done. So expound on that for us, Tracy. Yeah, I think that I speak a lot about this concept of space. And 
I like to use this example. We had in a company I used to work with in our management meetings, my boss had this grand idea to do like a clearing round at the beginning of the meeting. So everybody could understand where everybody was at in terms of their emotions, in terms of their workload and things like that. And we did it one time and somebody got reprimanded for saying what was true for them. And it was what happened after that was nobody was truthful about everybody was like, Oh, we're fine. Let's just have the meeting. Right. And that's not really true. People sometimes maybe they were fine, but you didn't know for sure. Um, and so one of the things that became very obvious to me in that scenario was that there's lots of strategies and tactics that people use to create this alignment. But unless you have the space where it's actually safe to do so, you can't do that. And as a leader, it's responsible. Uh, we're responsible for creating that space. We're responsible for making it. I'm going to say we're going to have clearing round because I want to make sure that you are mentally, emotionally capable of accomplishing what we want to accomplish in this meeting. And you come to the meeting and tell me something that leads me to believe you're not mentally or emotionally capable, then I need to create the space for that person. I need to I need to postpone the meeting. I need to give them a, a break. I need to do something. And unless the leader takes responsibility for that, the space doesn't exist for employees to be inspired, to find that connection between what they're passionate about and what we're trying to accomplish as a company. And so it's really tactics are good, but if you don't have the space, then the tactics will work. That is wonderful. I love the idea of creating the space, you know, letting them have the freedom to do what needs to be done or say what needs to be said. Uh, those things are just really uh, helpful to to people and knowing that they have that option. You know, don't don't silence people by reprimanding them when, when they're trying to let you know the truth of something. It, it's very important to hear people out and understand them and learn to uh, hear and understand what they're trying to tell you. And, and don't make knee-jerk reactions and, and knee-jerk responses to to what they're trying to tell you. That That's great. I love that. I think that is a great way to define leadership. Thanks for that. My pleasure. Tell me this. Why is it important to lead with your personal brand? You wrote that in the application. I want to hear more about that from you. Yeah. So your personal brand, First of all, my definition of a personal brand is the feeling that you leave other people with when you leave the room. So I'm sure you guys can all extrapolate that in your imagination of that when you show up to lead people, they have a feeling of you. And that's what I mean when I'm talking about personal brand. It's how you show up, but also more importantly, how you live your values. And so uh, I, I like to talk an example. So I'll just we'll use an example here. One of the things that a lot of corporations choose as a corporate value is cares about people. I would say as an individual, as a leader, that is also something that I'm very passionate about. I am passionate about people being heard. I am passionate about people being able to be themselves and be authentic, say Sometimes the hard things that as leaders we don't want to hear, but are the things we need to hear. And when I say lead with your personal brand, it is another one of those role model moments for a leader. So I can show up and I can take action 
based on my values. And I can be very clear on why I'm taking a specific action because I have communicated with people. These are my values. These are how they show up for me. I can show up with vulnerability. We often carry the weight of the world as leaders. And that doesn't mean that we are not human, which means that if we are feeling sad or we need to cancel a meeting because you're like, you know what? This is just not, I had, again, a boss in my past whose father passed away and she was back at work two days later. Now, I'm, she was grieving in her own way, not for me to judge, but for me, like I just, there's no way I would have been productive at work. And it's just leading with your personal brand is leading with the fact that if this isn't something that would work for you, then perhaps create the space or at least very minimally create the conversation that allows for people to live their values equally. And one of the things that I always like to share on that front too is that there's no such thing as right values and wrong values, right? Like if I value family versus I value accountability or I value wealth or I value safety or lots of different people value different things. So there's no right or wrong values, but there is alignment of values. And if people don't know what your values are, they can't hold you accountable for them. And if you don't take action based on your values, then they can't know what your values are. Um, so leading with your personal brand is really just knowing that I am human. I have this unique combination of values. I have this com unique combination of expertise and the way I lead is based on that and not based on some leadership profile that someone wants to give me a test for and put me into a category. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. That is great. You know, when you first started talking about how people make feet, they feel and, uh, you know, shutting things down, I've heard this idea of, you know, do you make people happy when you walk into the room or do you make people happy when you leave the room? And I think that's just so important to think about how, how you're doing and what you're doing with that. Early in my career, I had a supervisor that was a genius. The man knew stuff, math and how to do things. Just awesome. However, he had very limited people skills. And I tell people I learned a lot from that individual what to do, but also what not to do when it came to people. And I think we can learn from others, you know, those experiences you talk about that were negative with the supervisor. Learn from that and don't and don't repeat those habits and recognize how that made you feel and, and try to, you know, eliminate or, or at least reduce those kind of interactions with others so you can help people and not not make them feel bad. That's that's awesome. Well, and just to add on to that, it's very that is also about your personal brand, right? You experienced that manager that way. I experienced my manager that way. I don't know that everybody was experiencing her that way, right? Like that's just me based on my personal brand, based on how 
she is showing up and the actions that she is taking. We are not aligned. And it's one of the reasons that led me into entrepreneurship <laughs> instead of staying in the corporate environment, because I just was so misaligned with her as a human. But that doesn't mean this is also one of the reasons why it's so important to lead with your personal brand, because there are people who want to follow you for the leader you are. And there are people who don't, right? There's 8 billion people in the world. I'm not meant to lead 8 billion people. I'm meant to lead a small subset of people based on their personal brand and based on their expertise. And when I don't show up with that at the forefront, it's hard for me to find those people. It's hard for me to find a position in an organization where I actually feel like I can authentically lead instead of leading in handcuffs, which is what I felt like I was doing. Like I, I can lead like this. And it's, most of it was okay, but like sometimes I was just like, ugh, this is not how I would do it. Um, and I feel like that is the number one thing that leads people, that leads people to leave is that thought of, I wouldn't do it this way, especially when you're showing up in a leadership capacity. Yeah, I think having some, some openings in the boundaries helps other people develop their skills, develop their strengths, and, and recognizing they're different. They don't have to do it the way I did it, as long as, as long as we're achieving our goals and objectives. I've done a little bit of show prep and research on you, and you've said it a couple times already, so I want the audience to hear this. I know authentic, authenticity is important to you. What are some ways that you can lead with authenticity? I know you've said a couple things already that, that have that idea, but... Let's, let's get down to the bones on authenticity and how to lead with authenticity. Yeah, uh, this is my favorite topic. And if anybody wants to check it out, I have a LinkedIn Live series I actually do every Monday uh, on specifically this topic, authentic leadership. And I will tell you guys, it's not, if I could go around and just flick on a whole bunch of authenticity light switches and then everybody could just be authentic, that would be awesome. But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. And we have so many years of experience not showing up as our authentic selves, but showing up as the way that we think we're supposed to be. We think we are supposed to be this way so people will follow us. We think we're supposed to be this way so I can get promoted. We think we should be this way because that's what my manager likes. And quite honestly, there's like a Forbes article I read at one point and I busted it in one of my blog posts about climbing the corporate ladder. And that's what it says to do. Just like discover what your manager likes and do all those things. And like in terms of climbing the corporate ladder, sure. But in terms of being authentic to yourself, no, it's <laughs> like not, should not be the plan. Um, and so when it comes to authenticity, it's a practice. It's a practice of showing up, doing the things that you believe are right. And one of the struggles, again, in that, and this is for a different episode or a different show, but not everybody's authenticity looks the same, right? Like Brian's authenticity and Tracy's authenticity don't look the same. And that is because we're two different people. <laughs> and then by default, there's no way to standardize authenticity because everybody's authenticity looks different. And so again, we're gonna get that goes like really, really deep. But I just want to give you guys the remember, remember that your authenticity doesn't look the same as my authenticity, and it's not supposed to. You're not supposed to just like show up as Tracy and then all of a sudden you're authentic. No, that's exactly the opposite how authenticity works. So some of the ways that you can show up, and I will say the one that has been most effective for me in terms of 
practicing and creating comfort in showing up as myself is showing up with vulnerability. And this is also specifically hard in the leadership arena because for decades, vulnerability has been associated with weakness. And as leaders, we don't want to be associated with weakness. So we can't show up as vulnerability. Except here's the thing. We're also humans. <laughs> and humans have emotions, feelings. They have mental struggles. And I like everybody's had this, right? Where you're dealing with something at personally or at home or in your community and you're at work and you're just not thinking about work. <laughs> Right. And in some I worked in marketing. So if I wasn't thinking about work, I make a, a typo on a, a pamphlet. But some people work in industries where it's a lot more important to pay attention to what you're doing, the construction industry being one of them. Um, and so when we don't take into consideration that those types of human emotions are happening, we create this. Space, this culture of hiding, hiding who we are. And so, again, I'm all about leaders leading by example. And so if I want to accept vulnerability in the workplace, I have to show up as vulnerable in the workplace. And it doesn't matter how long you wait to practice that the first time. It does not get any easier. It is scary. It's emotional. You're not really sure what's going to happen. Um, but when you do get to show up that, like that and you do get to say, like, you know what, guys, I just, like, can't today. I just can't today. I've got, like, family stuff. And, like, COVID has made it even has driven it to the forefront, right? People are sick. They're dealing with family issues. They're dealing with um, isolation. They're dealing with all of these things that humans aren't innately capable of handling just like and let it roll off their back right people are having emotions right now and so are leaders and that gives us the opportunity to show up and tell people you know what today i'm not okay i had a scenario this past weekend where i was teaching my cardio dance class for whatever reason there were songs in the playlist that were like really triggering me in an emotional sense and it was like everything I could do to get through the class. And I was supposed to do a recording of my YouTube show, Be a Human in Business. And I just couldn't do it. I have some co-collaborators. So I messaged them and I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys, I can't, I can't do this today. I just can't. And I took the rest of the day for myself to just deal with my mindset and all of those things. And it's, for one, I believe that people in general are good, that we are compassionate, that we want to help other people. But unless we give them the opportunity to do that, we can't get, they can't help us. We can't get help, right? Like it's, and for all of you, I would assume the type of people too are listening to this podcast. You're the type of people who like to help others, right? Build yourself, then build others. We're about building others. And there are other people out there who are about building others. And they're about building you up as a leader. And so when you can show up with that, that vulnerability and show someone that you're a human, it gives them permission to show up as a human as well. It gives them permission to live into maybe one of their passions, which is to help other people. Or it might give them the opportunity to step up into a role that they 
didn't know was possible for them. It creates so many opportunities. And that's why, and vulnerability is just one aspect of authenticity. But at the end of the day, authenticity is being yourself. It's, it's not about being fake. It's not about saying something to seem more acceptable to other people. It's not about just like going to meetings all day and then being angry behind the scenes because you didn't get a chance to do the work that you had to do. And now you have to work from home and trade your time with your kids in order to be able to do that. It's about being able to tell people what is real for you, which is the vulnerability aspect. It is about having conversations with people to learn to learn about you and like quite honestly even today i love conversations like this because i learn stuff about myself every conversation is opportunity to learn about someone else to learn about yourself and that's how we grow as humans it's how we grow as leaders as well and so if we can't have we can't start off with what's really going on for us we can't have a conversation about that we can't participate in a space that is safe for that all of those things drive into being an authentic leader. And at the end of the day, it's about being you and not trading yourself for the title of leader. Tracy, you covered a lot of ground there. I, I, I touched your passion button, I know, which is, yeah. which is wonderful. <laughs> I'm glad my, my listeners got to hear that. I've got about an hour's worth of response in my head that I, that I could talk about about that, but it is time to start wrapping the podcast up. I'm going to just give a few, few thoughts that I, that was just bouncing around in Brian's small brain, but you know, for the listeners, sometimes we don't even know who we are and it's hard to be authentic when you don't know who you are. Sometimes it's when you're first getting started in a career in life, maybe you're making a transition, things are changing for you. And I would just encourage you that when you're a caterpillar, you don't feel like a butterfly. And we need to learn to spend some time, some intentional time reflecting on who we are and more importantly, who we want to be. Hmm. And, and you can grow into who you want to be. So just wanted to use that, that authentic piece. Some people can't do that because they don't know who they are yet and they need to get comfortable with in their own skin and who they are. So I want to encourage our listeners about that. And just, if I could just add one quick thing on there, sure, Brian, absolutely. for every single person, you guys, I've done a lot of work on my authenticity. I work on it daily. It's what all I talk, it's my job, right? So it's top of mind for me all the time. It's a process. I am not perfect at being authentic. I, no human will ever be 100% perfect at being authentic. It is just about honoring those moments where you're like, oh, this is what I would do. And I always talk about like, start with kindness, start with compassion, right? Like I'm not here about saying every ridiculous thing that comes into our head because we have all the thoughts and not all of the thoughts that we have are also an accurate representation of our brand. And so it is about just taking that minute. Like Brian said, slow down when something feels right, when it feels in alignment, when you feel in flow, when you are experiencing joy, all of those types of things, those are moments where you are being as close to 100% authentic as possible. That's what you're being. And so just notice that. And then take additional opportunities to show up like that. And the more you practice, it's a skill. The more you practice, the better you get. 
and uh, just keep practicing. It's a journey for your entire life. That is marvelous. We are out of time. So I'm going to bring up your website for those that are watching this on YouTube. If you're listening today, we'll include this in the show notes, but it's tlbcoaching.com. Tell our listeners what they can find at your website and, and the services that you offer there. Absolutely. So my favorite thing that you'll find at, on my website is my blog. Um, I have many things to say about authenticity, leadership, personal branding, showing up as your authentic self, how to take theory, like this is a session on theory today and how to turn that into practice and do things. Um, so I am all about taking action. We don't actually make any change unless we're taking action. And so you can also find opportunities to work with me on my website, either one-on-one -on -one or I run a wonderful community called Your Business Peeps. You can find it online at yourbusinesspeeps.com. It is a playground for people to practice their authenticity. I mentioned it already. It is a skill. A skill needs to be practiced. If I'm going to practice basketball, I need somewhere to practice it on a basketball court. And therefore, I have created the basketball court of authenticity at Your Business Peeps. So if that is something that you guys are looking to practice, you can find the information about it on my website as well um, and my blog and all of the other great things that I have going on at any given time related to personal branding, being you, and being the best leader you can be. Wonderful, Tracy. For the listeners, we'll include that website in our show notes. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast today. Do me a favor, share this podcast with your friends and family. Let them understand how important it is to be their authentic self and hear the passion that Tracy brought with that. Uh, you'll, they'll love it just like we have here. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.